Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. On today's podcast, we share a segment of a talk from the new head coach at Virginia Tech, Brent Pry. This was presented at the Alabama Football Coaches Association Clinic, which was in January and was recorded and put up on replay as part of the State Association Mega Ticket. The Mega Ticket gets you access to 10 clinics and includes both virtual clinics and replays from virtual clinics and in-person clinics. Those can be found in the show notes for each state association. In this episode, Coach Pry talks about how he is establishing the culture at Virginia Tech. And a big part of that is what he calls hunger drills. And he talks about how they put all the things that they want to see out of their players into action. And those become part of the hunger drills to help them develop elite quality skills and mentality that will be needed to win an ACC championship. This one will get you fired up. A lot of great stuff here from Coach Pry. Enjoy. Being the head coach and you putting a plan in place as a first-year head coach about how you want to attack this thing, and you're looking at the whole year-round calendar. And in my mind, the way I always approached it on defense, it was four phases, right? Four phases to, to success, to being successful. Let's see if we can get this going. And this was something that I picked up in 1995 from my mentor, Bud Foster. So four phases to becoming the best team in the ACC. And everywhere I've been since 95, whether I was coaching DBs, linebackers, D-line, whether I was a D coordinator, this is how I looked at this thing. So when I get the head job in Blacksburg, how am I going to do this? What am I, what's the blueprint for this thing look like? And naturally for me, it went right back to breaking it down into these four phases. And this applies at any level. Because we all have these winter workouts that we know are so important. And then you have spring practice, summer training, and then preseason camp. And this, is, this was the first couple of meetings we had with the team we got into phase one and how important that was going to be for us and what we needed to do. If you want to be the best team in the ACC, then we got to win each one of these phases. And then we went on and we said, okay, what is, what, what, how do we win winter workouts? 
How do we do that? We call it the hunger drills. And we're doing them at 6 a.m. Twice a week. We're doing it at 6 a.m. because that's a little tougher for them. It's adverse. It's early wake up. They're going to be challenged and they're going to be tough. They got to be hungry to do it. These hunger drills are about changing your circumstances. You got to be hungry. You guys happy being six and six, six and seven? How many of you came to Virginia Tech to be six and six, six and seven? Nobody. Well, we want to change our circumstances. We got to be hungry enough to do that. And that's why we came up with the name Hunger Drills. So hungry, right? Having a strong desire or craving to change our circumstances. Hungry to work, hungry to improve, hungry to compete. That means a lot to me. In 2016, that particular year we won the Big Ten, we started out 2-2 and and got the brakes beat off of us at Michigan State. We had Minnesota come into town. The Boo Birds were out. And we sat in there as a defensive unit, and nobody was happy with where we were. We had all kinds of injuries. We had five or six linebackers out, our best two defensive ends. And I just asked him, what do you want to do? Is he just going to let this ride out? Or do we want to change what the hell's happening for us? And they all, to a man, wanted to fix the situation. They weren't ready to just bow out. And I said, well, then we got to be hungry enough to change what the heck's going on. If you're hungry enough, you'll work hard enough. And we'll improve and we'll change the circumstances. We went on. We were two and two. We had a a nine-win Minnesota team come to town. We beat them in overtime. We won nine straight games and won the Big Ten. And it was that hunger, that desire to change our circumstances. And that's what this program at Virginia Tech is going to be about. So how do we win phase one? We don't just talk about it. we got to be specific about what we need to do. Two factors. We have to form a unit of players that have elite qualities, skills, and mentality. We're going to coach mentality every bit as much as we coach fundamentals and technique and scheme. I promise you. That's why we were good on defense at Penn State. We were good on defense at Vanderbilt. Why we've had success about everywhere we've been, it's about the mentality. Again, I didn't give credit where credit is due. Bud Foster, 1995. And everybody knows the mindset those tech defenses played with for years. Being undersized. But being aggressive and being tough. I believe wholeheartedly the more maturity we put on the field, the better unit we're going to have. Defense, offense, and as a team. It's all about getting guys to reach their potential at your level, at our level. How do you do that? They got to work their tails off. You got to identify weaknesses. You got to find ways you can improve them. It's our job for them to reach their potential if they'll work their butts off. So, coaching mentality and that being a piece of it, right? You have to have accountability. That was a big discussion for us in the first meeting at Tech. Them understanding that we're going to hold them accountable. You can't tell me, if you're, if you're not accountable off the field, you ain't going to be accountable on the field. It doesn't work that way. We all believe how important the little things are. 
Well, if they ain't about the little things in their day-to-day lives, they ain't going to be about the little things when they're out there and you're asking to be salty in the B-gap or right-hand power hand or step with your left foot or keep your hat on the outside path. They're not going to do it. It's not important to them. The little things go in one ear and out the other if you're not preaching it every day and teaching it every day. A determined bunch, a group that won't be denied, creating a culture that they're super determined to get what they want, creating that hunger and that desire where it doesn't matter. That's what happens in that winter workout. You put them in tough situations. And then you help them get through it so they feel better about it coming out the other side. Selfless. Man, this one's just huge right now. I told the team, this this thing right now, what bothers me about this is that this this team concept has become less important than the individual. And I just told them, I said, that's not how we're going to do things. If you're sitting out there and you think what's going on for you is more important than what's going on for this team, you ain't at the right place. You're not going to enjoy it here. Because I'm still one of them guys, I believe through team success, the individual accolades will follow. It takes care of itself. And that's the culture we're going to have at Tech. Football IQ, right? I love this piece. Coach Marv calls it football school, right? 101. Man, in the wintertime in these meetings we get with our guys, it's going to be about, for the defense, this is what a power play is. Center switch block, guard pull, double team. This is what counter looks like. This is the A gap, the B gap, the C gap. This is what it means when you're the force player. I'm still one of them guys. We're going to call out force. We're going to call out force. Is it cloud? Is it sky? Is it gotcha? I coached Micah Parsons for two years at Penn State. Played two years of college football. He never played linebacker in his life till he got to Penn State. He was a defensive end with his hand in his dirt and a tailback. Year one, I didn't teach him about gaps. He, wasn't, he couldn't do it. He wasn't ready for it. All he needed to know was, was he the force fold player? Then he kept the ball on his inside pad no matter what. Fast and furious, squeezed the heck out of it, whether to you or away. If he gets that gotcha call, he tapped his hip, and he's what we call Rambo. He can hit it and get it because he knows he's backed up. That's all he knew, and he led our team in tackles as a freshman. Coming into year two, let's go. Let's get to 200 level. Let's talk more in detail about gap responsibility and things where you need to fit. Don't overcomplicate it. But teaching the simple things that you need to be important. Force, fold. The ball can't get outside your defense. Football IQ is critical. Understanding what cover three looks like. Understanding what cover two looks like. Aggressive mindset. I think you can tell that's what it, that starts with me. In everything we do, we're going to be physically and mentally tough. Aggressive in what we want. Mindset to improve. The mindset to improve comes from them, they, they got to quit making daggone excuses and hit those weaknesses straight on. And we got to help them do that. You're not good enough at this. You're not good enough at this. You're really good at this. You're really good at this. But these things right here, if you want to be our Sam linebacker, we got to get you better in those things. And if he doesn't improve in them, if we don't give him the tools, which we have to do, this is how you can get better at your curl flat technique. This is how you can get better at your double team. If they can't get it straight and they can't get it right, then maybe there's a better spot for them.
But you've got to address weaknesses. They've got to have a mindset to improve. They, they're, not, they're not running from weaknesses. They're embracing them. Speed. You've got to be fast and furious. And I'm not just talking about I, I, Honestly, when I watch high school film, I don't, I don't ask for a 40 time unless I have a question about it on the tape. I just, when I say speed, I'm not talking about a 40. I'm talking about how fast they play the game. We had a middle linebacker the last two years at Penn State, all-conference guy, 6'1", 235, 4'8", all day long. But that sucker never had a misread. Good feet, great read, great instincts. I swear he played 4'6". He played the game fast because he was the smartest guy in the room. That, and listen, speed, that's one thing Parsons always did such a great job of. You got to run by people to get to the ball on defense. You got to run by people. I'm a big believer in that. You can't play defense and you can't play O line and you can't play tight end for us and have too much regard for your body. You got you got to coach them guys. They can't be worried about banging an elbow or banging a knuckle or hitting the knee. They got to play fast and run by people to make their play to do their job. Agility. You put that tape on, man, there's so much change of direction out of these guys. That's a really important trait, and we're going to work on it in our winter program. And we want explosive. We want fast-twitch guys. We want suddenness. You might be 4'8", but you quick as a cat, man. You quick as a cat. That dude right there, Chris Marv, that played linebacker, all SEC, four years at Vanderbilt. I don't know. What did you run the 40 in, Chris? Be honest. 4'9". All SEC, four years in a row. Was you the leading tackler in the SEC for a while? But let me tell you what, corner feet. Quick, quick. Bah, bah, uh. So agility, explosiveness, sudden. That's more important to us. We don't worry about 40s unless we got a question about speed. So, again, to be outstanding in our winter hunger drills, right? That's the second piece to this. You, you gather a group of guys that fit your profile, that have all those traits I just talked about, they're going to be important to what you do. And then the second piece is the things that you're looking for. These are the traits that you have to see and work through in this winter program. they got to be hungry in this stuff to be great, to change their circumstances. Be the best at your position in every drill in the winter. Be the best one. If you run in the hoops, if you're under the chute, whatever you're doing, be the best at your position. You've got to put the work in, right? There's no substitute for it. Work ethic is core value number one. They have to bring that to the table. They have to work. We'll take care of helping them reach their potential and identifying strengths and weaknesses and coaching mentality and all those things, but they got to put the work in. Positive attitude, how they approach the workouts. We're getting them up. they got to be dressed and ready at 6. And it is important to me that they don't come in there complaining and, and, and crying around about it. It's an opportunity for us to get better. Either are you hungry to do this or you're not. What's your mindset coming into these things? Because it's going to be hard for you to get better in this workout if your attitude sucks. It's going to be hard for you to get better. So the attitude's got to be right. And the beauty of it is we're going to put them in tough situations. It's going to be hard. There's going to be circuits. There's going to be tire pulls. There's going to be competitive drills. There's going to be conditioning, destructors. And they got to persevere, man. They got to keep that good attitude through all of it. 
And you guys know that's when your leaders emerge. That's when guys all of a sudden go out the side door and they hang their shit up. And you're better off because they did. Maturity. I talked about this. They have to take coaching. They can't be afraid of hard conversations. There's no room for sensitivity. That doesn't mean we don't care, but they want you to tell them the truth. They need that if they really want to reach their potential. If they're serious about it, they have to take coaching and mentoring to have a chance to get better. No excuses, no bitching, no heroes. Not interested in that stuff. We don't make excuses, we don't bitch, and we're not patting ourselves on the back. Not in these winter workouts, man. That's not the mindset we want. Be early, warmed up, dressed properly, and ready to go, right? And as much as you're going to demand out of your guys in some of this stuff, they have to take care of their bodies. You know, if they're going to demand, demand, and work, and work, and work, they got to put back so that they can keep doing it. Toughness, mental and physical, I talked about. Body positions, huge. This game is played with knee bend and ankle bend, the ones that do it well. Every position on our defense spent tons of time under the shoots. You take a guy, I don't care what position he plays, and you ask him to fire his feet. And he's just standing there in the grass, on the turf, whatever. He, and he's got these fast feet, right? Well, then put him under the chute at the pad level you want him to play with. He gets under that chute, and then all of a sudden, he's like an old man in there trying to, trying to move. But you put him in there, you put him in there, you put him in there, and it gets better, and it gets better. And all of a sudden, it's, it's easier for him to move with the knee bend and the ankle bend that we all want so that he can play the game with leverage and be explosive and be able to come out of his ass and his hips and his quads, whether he's tackling or shedding the block or making a block. We make our guys stand tall, man. There's no bending over. That's a mindset. Doesn't help them, and it's a mindset. Push through when you're tired. That's the mental toughness piece. You know, that's when, that's why I tell them, I said, that's when I'm really evaluating your tail. When I know you're tired. Work through some pain, right? You can't, I mean, I know we got to be careful what we say. I, I get it. But they better be able to play with some pain and work through some pain. The minor injuries that the trainer says, you okay, you can go. It's just a matter of can you handle the pain. It's a tough game. You've got to be able to practice and play through some pain. Leadership, right? These winter hunger drills, you develop it, you train it, it identifies itself. You're respected by all. Everybody's going to respect the guy that can bust his butt through those winter drills with their chest up, gritting their teeth, and staring it right in the face. That's those guys that are going to earn that respect and command respect, and the guys that you know what you're going to get when the game's on the line. Uh, that's all I tell them all the time. I just, I need to know what I'm going to get from you when I put you out there. And as you gain experience and you work and your approach and your mentality, it makes me feel better about putting you in the game because I know what I'm going to get from you. I know what I'm going to get when the game's on the line. I talked about the hard conversations. Discipline. It's a little thing, but we're going to make them finish everything. There's always a finish point to what we do to help teach that discipline that we all want from our guys. Attention to details. I talked about this already, how important that is. They have to be detail-oriented in, in what they're doing. That's in their day-to-day -day lives for it to apply to football. Because you know you want it in football. 
you got to get them doing it every day and believing that details are important. But then ultimately about doing the right thing when there's temptation not to. Right? Having a disciplined football team. Last piece to this fa the second factor, right? You get a whole unit of guys that have the, the, the ability, the qualities are there, some strong in it, some areas, some weak in others, but you got this, you got this pool of guys that represent all these traits you're looking for. And now it's about developing them and bringing them out and getting them better. Recognize and eliminate weaknesses, right? We talked about to improve their skill set. Angles, knee bend, footwork, drive. I love talking about pursuit for the defensive guys in here, right? It's about react. When the ball declares, how quickly do you react to it? How quickly do you react when the ball declares? That's part of your pursuit. I'll break it down. That's it. It's react, it's drive, it's finish. How quickly do I react when the ball declares? And then it's my drive, which goes back to all that training. It's your arm violence. It's your knee bend. It's getting your toes pointed where you want to go. And then it's your finish. It's bringing it all the way in. That's how we'll approach all our drills and what we do. Compete. You got to have a, I mean, James Franklin always said it. He put it on the front of our building. You are now entering the most competitive environment in college football. They have to, that helps drive them through the tough times. When their desire to win is so strong, it eliminates some of these other things that can creep into their mind. Micah Parsons would be hanging over the trash can at the end of these winter workouts. Dog tired. Dog tired. And you'd call his name to compete against Jason Oway in a sled push or a tire pull. And that sucker would all of a sudden snap to it because there's no way in hell he was going to lose. Most competitive player I ever coached. It didn't matter the circumstance in his mind. And it didn't matter if we were bowling. It didn't matter if we were throwing darts. The sucker just had this competitive nature that he wanted to win at everything. And it, and it overcame. As tired he, as he was, and in his mind, he wanted to just hang on that can and say, Coach, I can't do it. It was the competitive nature in him that made him wipe his mouth and get up and, and come compete which allowed him to get better and allowed us as a team to get better. Brotherhood, right? Shared adversity. Getting them up in the mornings and tired and it's cold and it's sweaty. And, and I mean, they, it's hard. And then you're doing it together and you tell them, we're, we're the only dudes doing this right here. Nobody else matters. It's us. It's us right here doing this together. We are what matters. This is the shared brotherhood that we have. I always tell them, you don't have to love each other like, oh man, I love hanging out with this dude, but you got to love and respect what we're doing together because nobody outside of this room is doing it with us because if we lose, they're going to be bad-mouthing our ass. If we win, they're going to pat us on the back, but they ain't in here working with us. They're not doing this. It's our brotherhood, and we share this experience about what we're trying to do together. Nobody else can say that. The brotherhood's important in that winter. So that's my, that's my head coaching deal right there, right? Kind of the mindset and the culture that we're going to establish at Virginia Tech. The culture's so important. And to be honest, right now I'm pretty pleased because I think the culture's in an okay spot. Not where I want it to be, 
But that's the most important thing on my mind right now is getting the culture right on our football team. More than anything else. That these guys are going to treat people right. They're going to work their ass off. They're going to work on these relationships. These coaches are going to work on these relationships. So these guys will trust us so we can push them like we need to. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. The remainder of this one in the replay can be found at alfca2022.coachesclinic.com or it can be purchased from any of the state associations that are part of the state association mega ticket. The rest of those links are in the show notes. This one also had a clinic about five-man pressures, which Coach Pry is excellent at. Definitely want to check that one out. Again, go to alfca2022.coachesclinic.com to see the rest of these replays as well as get access to all of the other state association clinics.